October is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Don't stay silent. It's time to speak up all month long. Domestic violence affects millions, both women and men, of every race and religion, culture, and status. It's not just punches and black eyes. It's yelling, humiliation, stalking, manipulation, coercion, threats, and isolation. It's stealing a paycheck, keeping tabs online, nonstop testing, constant use of silent treatment, or calling someone stupid so often they believe it. I, too, am a survivor of domestic abuse, so every month we rededicate our lives to breaking the cycle. If you need assistance or want to talk to someone about domestic violence, call 1-866-331-9474 to speak with a trained peer advocate. another episode of Chronicles of Divine Destiny. As you guys all know, I am happy that you're back and you're tuning in this week to give me a little bit of your time. Share your day with me, listening to me, listening to what I have to say or not. (laughs) So how have you guys been enjoying season four? A lot has happened during my fasting, (laughs) my break off of social media. um, A lot has transpired and I am grateful for all the, those who reach out to me and um, those who are praying for me. Thank you so much. Um, I'm just happy, you know, I will say today I'm happy. My love tank is definitely full. I received a message from one of my favorite cousins and um, she just encouraged me. And for all those who don't know, my love language is words of affirmation and words definitely move me. And that's how I know love through words. And um, I really appreciate that. (laughs) So, um. I want to talk about my journey right now of healing. 
And um, I just want to be honest because I, it's been a, a challenge to heal. I have issues with forgiveness. For some reason, to me, it just feels good to hold on to whatever's making me angry, whatever's making me not forgive, whatever's not making me let go. And um, what I'm learning through my journey of healing that it is a choice and you have to choose to want to heal. And um, I'm not sure where that stubbornness come from, where I just want to hold on. <laughs> to me, I guess it feels like um, I'm getting some re- revenge, but it also sounds like um. What was the saying? I think one time I heard that you drink the poison and expecting the other person to die. That's how I feel like I'm dealing with my healing process or of holding grudges. Um, This week, um, I shared with one of my really good friends, Mona. Um, I shared with her about my diagnosis of a brain tumor. I've been casually sharing it with certain people in my life and um you know I just want them to know I'm not sharing because I want sympathy um even though I've received it and I'm not mad you know about it is that's not my reason for sharing it because I haven't even shared it with a lot of people but that's neither here or there but Mona is someone that me and her have been friends for over 10 years that's a friendship that I have that I don't have to talk to her every day but when we talk, we talk in as if we talk every day. <laughs> but um, I share with her about my diagnosis of a brain tumor. And like instantly, she went into straight worship <laughs> and rebuking everything that I, you know, just bad things that may possibly come up. And she just was so positive. And I was just like, yo, like, you know, I needed that. I needed someone to be very positive about my situation. Not that I don't have it because, you know, it's a concern. It's a brain tumor. Nobody wants that. Like nobody wants something foreign growing on their brain, you know, affecting their body and whatnot. So it's like a lot. And, um, you know, I was having a very challenging week and to just hear the encouraging words that I have been getting is letting me know that God hears me and that he loves me and he cares and that I'm loved. And um but it also has showed me that I have not healed as much as I thought I have. And um I need to take back my life. I have to be ready for my future and I have to be ready for my future husband or being a future mom, being a daughter, being a friend like You know, I cannot be my best self if I continue to hold on to hurt and not forgive. And, you know, I'm going to get a little spiritual because, hey, I am a believer first. And a lot of things I tend to go to is centered around Christ. And, um, you know, I know that God has forgiven me of so many things. Not only has he forgiven me, he has not even exposed a lot of things that he's forgiven me for. 
And for me to hold on to what someone has done to me, it's like, you know, what he did on the cross was like for nothing. <laughs> so it's like, how can I hold and harbor onto something when God forgives me with the dr- like it's nothing. And um, it's some things that's happened in my life that has been extremely horrible from being in domestic violent relationships, from being raped, from being molested, child abuse, um, treated horribly by family, uh, men. It's a lot of things that's happened in my life that I feel like people don't deserve forgiveness. But I've also done a lot of things in life that people probably feel like I don't deserve to be forgiven, but God has forgiven me. So me talking to my friend Mona, um, she knows a, a guy that I used to deal with. And this person really hurt me like extremely bad. And he has, every time he see me, and it's been probably about eight years. Every time he sees me, he apologizes to me. Even though he says he doesn't know what he did, which is crazy to me. But anyway, he doesn't know what he did. But he's like, I'm sorry. Will you forgive me? And I just will look at him. Because I'm like, oh, I want you to feel how I felt. But that's not my job, you know? So, you know, she brought it up in our conversation. And I was like, you know, I was like, girl, he be trying to apologize to me. I just ignore him. She was like, you know what? I need you to stop that right now. She was like, forgive him. And and I was like, why? She was like, why are you still holding on to that? Especially when he's apologized. I said, well, he doesn't, he keeps telling me, but he don't know what he did. She said, okay, so what you do is accept his apology and say, I know you don't know what you did, but this is what you did. And just that simple. And I don't know why, as big as my mouth is, as smart as my mouth is, why I've never done that. Not even eight or 10 years ago. Why didn't I do that? And um, yes, I am harboring a lot of unforgiveness in my heart. And it's definitely hard to let go. And the one person that has been hard for me to forgive lately has been myself. I don't know why I'm so hard on myself. (laughs) I am hard on myself than probably anybody is. But I have to think about that I have been forgiven for everything that I've done through God. And you know, but I have to learn how to forgive other people. And healing is definitely a choice. So when... It just made me think about when I had my therapy session, like my therapist always tell me, how long of a sentence do you want this to be? How long in prison do you want to be in? You've been in this prison for how long? How long do you want to be there? Do you want to give it a life sentence or are you ready for parole? And I'm ready for parole. I really want to dig deep into why I feel like I cannot forgive, why I can't let go. And I'm just being transparent. Like, I just found it very hard to let go. And it should not be hard. I should be able to move on with my life as if this thing never happened. I don't have to forget it, but it should not take 
over me. Like with everything that I'm doing, I this person or this thing should not change my mood. If I'm making it clear, you know. And um, I feel like not choosing to forgive and not choosing to heal has definitely messed with my mental health. Like it's been huge far as my mental health. I been very open that I suffer with depression. I suffer with anxiety and I also suffer with, um, OCD and, um, you know, and right now I'm grieving and it's just been a lot. And some days it's just hard to talk (laughs) about what's going on. And some days it's, you know, I can talk freely, but, um, I don't know. It's just been just a uh, just a lot this week with um my mental health and I'm realizing is that part of it is because I have not tried to heal in unforgiveness and I have to change that and if I want certain things in life I cannot be in this state of complacency of my life where I'm not trying to do anything. Like I think about my abstinence journey and how I've been abstinence for 12 years. And through this journey, I never thought about, you know, why was I doing it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, not that why I know my hope my, my goal is to save myself for for marriage. Like that is my goal to honor my body, to save myself for my husband. That is my goal. But it's like in the midst of that, why? So, you know, yes, I abstain, but me from me abstaining, like what did I learn through my journey? What am I learning through this? And I, I have not learned anything. All I know is that I'm good at right now not doing it. <laughs> but, you know, was my purpose out of fear? You know, what was it for other than marriage? So, um, you know, it's just that it's been uh, just a crazy week for me, just emotionally. And just having that conversation with Mona and, you know, having a conversation with my cousin, you know, just saying like, I really feel I used to, I would say now I'm in a place that I'm learning. I used to feel really bad for things that I went through in my life. Like I was, I was shameful. I was embarrassed. Um, I just was so many things and, you know, both of them encouraged me this week to, you know, those things are just what I had to go through. Like, I have a platform. I have a podcast that, you know, that people listen to me that I know and people listen to me that I do not know. And they come back every week. Even when I take a break for my mental health, you guys come back. You know, so it's like I'm starting to see the fruits of why all these things are like happening in my life. So why am I going to continue on harboring feelings when God is blessing me 
and showing me how he is how he's using me. And I don't know where that came from. That's just something that just pop up in my head, like while I'm talking, like God is really using me. So I'm taking today to heal. I have to be, I have to heal my heart in order to be a better me, a better daughter, a better believer, like a better podcaster. Cause that's the only way I can give you my best if I'm at my best. And, um, you know, I have to work on my mental health. It's very important. I'm in therapy. I only go once a month, but I need to go more than what I'm going. And um, I just want to be better. And not just better. I want to be great. And I want to be whole. If that makes sense. But I think it will. <laughs> I want to be whole. And I want to let go of bitterness. I want to let go of unforgiveness and I want to heal. And um, I know me putting out there in the atmosphere is it's going to get tough. <laughs> it's definitely going to get tough. So I want to also shout out those who have um, reached out to me during my time of um, grief I will say I have the most, the podcast community that I am in and with those that I interact with, they are so bomb. I just want y'all to know that y'all are bomb. Thank you for dropping me notes in my inbox, (laughs) you know, and leaving me voice messages and just talking to me and just reading through some of my posts like, okay, let me say something to her. Thank you for reaching out to me and letting me know that I have a place where I can actually be myself and talk and vent when I feel like I can't vent anymore. I will tell anyone grief is (laughs) something I will not wish on anyone You definitely just don't know what your day is going to be like. You don't know what your week is going to be like. Anything. Like some days I have to literally make myself get out of bed. I have to make myself get out of bed. I have to make myself do a lot of things. (laughs) Go to work. Sometimes I don't want to go work. All I want to do is just lay in my bed and just be to myself. And grief has also allowed me to, I made it this week that I just like, I sent a message out to people and I told them, I don't want to be bothered. And, um, I just don't like, I don't know. (laughs) I just don't. I'm not sure if that was probably the best thing to do, but I felt like it was, and, um, I'm dealing with it. I just feel like I just need a certain space to just deal with what I'm going through. And I'm definitely seeing that I need to heal. And healing is definitely a choice. And I need to do that. And not only do I need to heal, I need to forgive. 
And the biggest person and the main person I need to forgive is destiny. Because that's been the hardest to do. So, um, yeah. That's been my TED Talk. <laughs> that would be so dope if I could be on TED Talk. But I will be sweating bullets because y'all know I'm an introvert. And you know, y'all probably don't think I am, but I am. I would not know, probably know what to say. And if I had it written down, I would definitely probably have my head down the whole time. But who knows? <laughs> but um, this has been a journey for me. I am dealing with my mental health. I am getting help. I'm going to look for a therapist that I can see more often than once a month. Um, and I'm choosing to heal. And healing is definitely a choice. And today I choose to heal and to forgive. And um, so I can be a better me. And in order for me to be good, and I say this again, I have to do better. And I will. And um, that's all I got for y'all this week. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. I Yeah <sighs> uh, Recognize that your mental health is so important If you don't, then I promise you'll be so distorted Stiffened by your thoughts, that's a mental rigor mortis I'm on a hard mission and it won't be aborted Assorted memories will seem to be your remedy But in your darkest hour, form into your enemies Trust your gut, judge people off the energy. Cut them off quick and fast, they are limiting. You room to grow, I just want you to know that in time, true colors always bound to show. There is a very thin line between friend and foe. So learn to be yourself, learn to be different, be true to yourself, neglect all the opinions. Cause what they really worth, you tend to overthink about them, so you give them worth. I know it really hurts. But you gotta process and move forward Cause by those ill thoughts I promise you will be tortured Now you putting up borders Becoming distant You saying that you fine But you really ain't meant it uh, It is written that you Are bound to prosper You'll have to sacrifice Success will always cost you People who don't care Will always say that they lost you Wolves and sheep clothing These people can be imposters You gotta discern But it takes time to learn To decipher a person To see if they can really earn Your love and trust Man I promise it's a must some people would take your love and let it turn into rust Yet you gotta know in your gut you did right Some people would twist your words then turn them to your plight I promise depression can make you really lose your sight I'm talking about your vision, I'm talking about your goals Cause when you don't pursue them you'll never know what it holds So you scold yourself which makes you depressive People tell you that they love you but you ain't that receptive Cause when it came down to it they were only deceptive One thing you better know is to not be neglecting your mental health uh. Depression is an issue, you won't know the severity till the day it hits you. You becoming distant and you probably ain't mental. But that's how it be whenever depression hits you. Uh. Depression, I really fucking hate you. Like who in the world would even think to create you? You're not fucking warning, nobody appreciate you. Yet the people who did me wrong seem to create you and I already hate myself. Anxiety been killing me, so tell me what else is. Headed my way, feels like you dreading to stay You saying that you love me, yet I ain't feeling your way Traumatic thoughts leave me deep in the draw Soon as a memory cross, I'm suddenly caught Up in a time where I was forsaken and lost I'm saying that
that I'm fine, but I'm really distraught. Every night there was death in my dreams, but if they really bad, I would wake up my sleep. I'm really missing you, man, and I just want to weep. Referring to the old me, the man who was a whole piece. Now I'm on my last piece, and I cannot find peace. And I really need a hand, so I'm starting to reach. Cause ain't no love in these streets, so I'm keeping my peace. I hold it up to my brain, because I cannot sustain. I'm really going insane, I really just want to change. I have a glass ceiling that ain't trying to break. So tell me, is this my fate? I'm looking death in his face. I'm really losing this race. Why am I so alone? Can't even pick up my phone. Somebody tell me what's wrong. Because I'm stuck in the dark. My heart is breaking apart. It's been pierced with the dark. Or even deeper a spear. Be consumed with this fear. Can't even cry any tears. Man, I really feel stuck. I'm feeling up to but numb. Have you ever felt so small? You looking up to a crumb? I'm really trying to get away. Got a bottle of rum. And whatever my friends ask, I'm just trying to have fun. Yeah. Uh, depression is an issue You won't know the severity till the day it hits you You becoming distant and you probably ain't meant to But that's how it be whenever depression hits you uh. That's how it be whenever depression hits you That's how it be whenever depression hits you uh.